0: I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's have fun. Okay. That let's have amazing. some fun. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Paul, thank you very much for this. Congratulations on a decade of making Botch now. A decade, can you believe it? would what, you say? DK. DK yeah. A decade. Ten years. Oh. Well, almost ten. We're in season nine with um botch by nature. Oh, a decade. Yeah, almost. We're not there yet. We we got another another year to go. Jason, then we'll see. All right, well, congratulations. Now, on the show, you give a bit of tough love as one of the doctors. So what's made you cry this season, though? Um, The first patient I cried, I actually just cried in an interview on Friday. As a matter of fact, uh, imagine being a father, which you probably are, and 21-year-old girl comes in, was involved in a motor vehicle accident, (sighs) uh, hit by a drunk driver, the driver was killed, She's right behind the driver. She has a forever traumatic brain injury. She'll never be the same. And she's just about to lose her eye. And so, you know, I have a baby girl now. I'm a girl dad. She's three years old. Mm-hmm. Even though I have, you know, boys. And it just hits you. I've become, even though I give tough love throughout the whole series, because I am that way, but I'm also very sensitive. Yeah. The other guy, DeBro, he's just a freaking comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but that must be that's the hard thing about what you do on the on the one side you have these incredibly emotional experiences but you have the ability to help people as well which must be pretty cool well listen this show has given us the opportunity to do so many things one help people one that couldn't afford it or didn't know that they could get help um, patients all over the world now not just you know the United States uh, two we educate Three, we honed our skills because starting, you know, I've always been a you know a pretty good revision specialist, even though I do first-time surgery. But when you do that many complicated surgeries, the impossible becomes doable. Wow. How much has the game changed? You've been doing it a long time, and we're seeing um, plastic surgery slipping into the mainstream and probably more monkeys in the game. Are you seeing more botched jobs than ever before? You know, I think patients are becoming more educated and I think doctors maybe are a little afraid to do a botched job, shall we say. Mm. So I do see pretty decent surgery. I think, for example, a nose that was done 20 years ago when it starts to fall apart, then we start seeing them. But, you know, I'm not seeing an increase, but what I am seeing an increase in is a few things. One, Botox and fillers is like makeup. Hmm. It's that common. Two, Gen Zs, even some of the young millennials are doing a little bit too invasive of surgery at a young age when they don't need it. And for example, some young ladies in their late 20s, early 30s are having doctors and they should not, the doctors shouldn't, do facelifts. And then you're getting big, ugly scars and they're, you know, ruining them. So that's a negative and then a interesting futuristic type of thing is going to be um, AI. How is that going to affect aesthetic surgery? Yeah, Is it going to help with plastic surgery? Is it going to guide it? Is it going to help demonstrate where fillers and Botox go? You know, what's going to happen with AI and aesthetic surgery? That's going to be interesting. And I got to tell you, I feel that it's going to be very involved. Um. I've noticed uh, you're an interesting character because you're in a world that you're surrounded by people getting plastic surgery and I'm no expert, but you look pretty natural. Have you resisted the temptation or are you just, um, the doctors you choose very good? No, I've had plastic surgery. Have you? I've had my nose done a bunch of times because I had complications. I've had a, you know, my a little, little neck tightening, little lower face. Mm, yeah. Down the gulf, you do good work because I'm 61. Oh, okay. It, um, you know, I, And so um the goal is to do have natural plastic surgery um and go to a darn good surgeon. Mm. That's so important. Right. So certified, trained, great aesthetics, great eye. Um, because they they can be a great technician, but if they have the weird eye or they like a fake look, that's not good. Mm. So they have to have a good eye. And good hands. We, Look, we, we know where this is going yeah. because Sam's wanting your oh, yeah. expert eye today. Get up close to that Zoom, Sam. I'm on 40, on nearly forty-three, and uh, where do where do you, where do you you'd start with this mush? You, you're gonna what? Where would you start with my face? Like if you were to nothing give... wrong with you, you're a damn good-looking guy, my friend. No. So let's leave it at that. No, 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 no. come <laughs> on. Yeah, you're good enough to I'm, make some I'm, improvements. I'm, hold on, I'm looking at you right now. I just put you on a pin. I mean, what? Your eyes look good. Maybe, you know, maybe a little Botox here you know, and that's it. I already that's had it. that. How the, do- <laughs> <Out> the, <laughs> re- the dose. How the dose. Pretty recently, actually. I mean, you know, I, mean, I mean, you look pretty fit, so that's it. I mean, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. That's kind. That's very kind maybe, of you. Maybe, maybe you you know, maybe cut down the tea a little bit because you're losing hair. You know, maybe maybe a little bit t- testosterone. <laughs> maybe you got to. Yeah, <laughs> you've really nailed him you're cutting him without, without the scalpel <laughs> in the multi, uh, multi-billion dollar world of plastic surgery beauty yeah. is the eye of the beholder or is it for some patients their quest for ultimate perfection ends in disaster and that's where people like Dr Paul can help on botched you're amazing congrats on everything and thanks so much for your time thanks guys you guys take care <laughs>